Yeah, hopefully we can find some Blantons by November 1st. I think that's just a matter of us having to drive up to fucking Idaho or whatever. Yeah, either way, I mean, I'll go to the huddle or whatever and have one then. Yeah? Yeah, why not? Why not? Welcome back, y'all fucks. Oh, I didn't know we were officially recording yet. Yeah. Cool. Dude, this drives me fucking crazy. What? When people take over an hour showers, what the fuck are you doing? Like, seriously. Dude, in the shower? I've never done it. I've done it. Have you? I've never done that. But I'm talking about the people that don't do that, and they just spend an hour in the shower. Or they spend an hour on the toilet looking at their phones. I don't fucking understand, dude. I'm I'm also guilty of that. Yeah? Yeah. Dude, I'd rather live in my bed. But it's only in my house. Yeah. I don't do it at fucking, like, public places. Yeah. I tell you what, at work, there's some people that I go in there and they're shitting every time I go in there. Like, what do you do? Like, do you do anything else but this? Or do you eat Taco Bell and just fuck it? And I know it's them because they wear the same sh- goddamn shoes and they sit in the same goddamn stall. It's like, have you left since I've been in here last? Like, the people that shit three times in an eight hour shift, I don't get it. I don't get it. You need to take some Metamucil or something. That would make it worse. It was, wouldn't it solidify it? It's fiber. It'd make it more bulky, but it doesn't necessarily mean it. Well, they're like, like in there like, <laughs> like just splat, like just fucking violent volcano action. <clears throat> I put a little too much water in this. No, nope. you could level it out with some vodka if you wanted to. No, I want to actually taste the bourbon. Mm. pretty good though other than the water yeah i put yeah it's just a, a splash too much along with the ice i think i'm used to using whiskey stones so there's ice in here that's melting but uh i just learned what vodka was vodka vodka water water mixed with vodka it's one part water two parts vodka and apparently it was developed by soccer moms so they could drink while they're freaking because you know you got to stay hydrated I'm saying, like, why not just mix it with Gatorade? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't get it. But, anyways. <clears throat> I'm drinking a fine Premier Dr. Pepper 10. It's got 10 a, calories. It's got a bold taste. The same 23 authentic flavors. And I wish I was drinking alcohol, but I made a commitment to myself. He did, and, you know, I'm going to support that. I asked him to take a sip of something earlier to tell me if he felt like it tasted off, and he refused, and I just respected it. I, I walked away, but um, I still wish he would have, to a degree, taken a sip just to see if uh, my um, Long Island that I made was a little too strong. And I wish I could. I really wanted to. But you stuck to your guns, and I admire that. I respect that. That's It's really weird because there's some things that I'm not like that, and there's some things that I am like that. But that's something I can directly control. But I'm more so going off the feeling that I feel fucking good. I've been more talkative to people. And my chiropractor appointments, I'm not as tight. So they're, like, more effective. Well, speaking of being more talkative to people, you talked to Shelby, mm. our barista. Barista! Yes. Um, 
I don't see her as much as Caden does, but she's somebody that frequently serves us coffee. Yes. And nice gal. Yeah, super nice. I lent her my uh, carpet shampooer one day. Yeah. And then she paid for my coffee for three days. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. She's really cool like that, especially. She'll um, just throw you coffee. She'll talk about shit. Yeah. Uh, we might get her on as a guest. I don't know. It remains to be seen if she listens to this. Um, Then welcome. Yeah. If not... Uh, well, I mean, she's going to listen. I, I think she'll probably get li- listen to at least part of one episode. Well, I'll find out tomorrow. I guess we'll find out tomorrow. Yeah, I'll I, go uh, with you tomorrow. Well, I got the movie tomorrow. But aren't you going to go to... Yeah, I'll probably go in the... Yeah, I, I'll go in the morning. Probably, I don't know, like 8.45. No, but yeah, probably 8.45-ish. Dude, that's fucking early, bro. I know. My movie's at 9.30. All right, this will have to be the last one then. Fucking John, the old guy that goes there, he's like 112, and he gets up. <laughs> dude, he gets up at fucking 3.30 a.m., gets to the gym, makes me feel like a piece of shit. I walk in he's there. Got he's got nothing else to do, though. He's like wide awake. He's like, yeah, I took my wife to the airport, and then I uh, went to the gym, and then it was 4.30. He's got nothing else to do, though. God, I wish that was my life, dude. What do you think he does in the day? Just day drinks and plays golf? Probably. Oh, God. Imagine I'd that. I'd do that without the golf. Yeah. Well, that's all you have to do when you're old, I think. That's the only sport you can participate in. Not necessarily. You go bowling, I guess. That's probably what I would do. You'd be a bowler? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Well, yeah. At Idaho, In Idaho, they have a bar at the bowling alley that serves like... Because they have a beer called 208, and it's 13% alcohol. It's fucking great. You get three of those, you bowl. Oh, my God, dude. So, um, I think we should do that one of these weekends. Bolero. Maybe, maybe in November. And, A, there's a haunted house right next to it, too. It's called Dr. Slaughter's House of Terror. I worked there. Oh, yeah. You probably wouldn't. Do, you probably wouldn't like that, huh? Um... They can't touch you. That doesn't matter. Just spooks? Spooks I've been and kicked out of haunted houses before. Really? Because I've touched them. <laughs> um, I always broke the rules when I worked there. They're like, you need to stand here and jump out and do your little part. I would get behind fucking drum barrels and pop it. And, go, ah! and dude, I made a guy fall down one time. I had people walk through that worked there, and I got yelled at. For for me, I would have punched you in the face. It was too far away. It was like fifteen feet away. I mean, he could have. You could have ran at me. Um, um, oh, it was an awful uh, experience. I, I I don't know. Um, the best haunted house I've been to to date. Uh, this was before my fucking wartime trauma was uh the haunted forest down in utah county Ooh, that sounds good um there's parts of it that go underground it's it's just a fucking creepy experience and that's the one i've been kicked out of because even before i joined the military i've always had this like knee-jerk reaction to i i'm surprised i'm still alive because it's probably a genetic thing but my ancestors and I 
are definitely the uh, fight, not flight response. Okay. And um, a guy jumped out of nowhere, and I fucking punched him <laughs> as hard as I could. <laughs> and uh, that got me escorted out of the haunted forest. I came back the next week, was expecting it, did not strike. Um, but raise your guard. Uh, yeah, and uh, but anyway, like uh, so so that's always been my my reaction, regardless of like war or PTSD or whatever. Um, I was in Ukraine back in. I think 2006, 2007, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. And we were all stayed at this uh, school, some sort of boarding school that was closed down. Um, we were staying there because uh, the company we were working for had rented the property out. And it was a communal shower in the basement, but oh, only yeah. fucking one light bulb worked in the basement. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and so... I'm like walking down there to take a shower and this dude jumps out of the shadows at me and to to scare me and I fucking I clocked him, dude. <laughs> I, I I mean I was like nineteen, I think. Okay. I, I clocked him as hard as I fucking could, dude. In the middle of like dark complete darkness. <laughs> the light that um worked was all the way on the other side by the sh- uh, like right before the showers. Um It was a priest. So I've punched a priest in the face full force for any of you that were wondering that. That should be a cheap shot discussion <laughs> shirt. I punched a priest. <laughs> um, uh, he immediately apologized to me. <laughs> he thought it would be funny to hide down there and just scare whoever was coming down there for a shower. Um, yeah, I bet I, you he didn't do that anymore. Probably not. Yeah. I, I, uh, he jumped out of a dark corner. It was like, I'm talking like pitch black. The only thing you could see was the light at the fucking end. And it's going to sound so stupid, but the light at the end of the tunnel, like that's the only thing you could see. Everything else was black. And there was just like hands and a noise that came out of like the left from my left. Yeah. And I blocked the hands and I just, I just threw a fucking fist. And I hit this dude in the jaw as hard as I could at 19 years old. <laughs> um, so, some priest from Seattle. That's it, great. Yeah. I yeah. I hope he has a podcast and told this story from his perspective. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, from, from that point forward, we spent another two weeks in country. And he uh, he was sitting there saying like, don't try to scare Dallas. He knows Kung Fu. And it's like, I don't know anything about Kung Fu. It's just my initial reaction is tackle and destroy. Like when I'm afraid, like my, if I'm truly startled, like unexpectedly, my reaction is to fight. You're like, he knows Kung Fu. Don't touch him. You're like, I don't know Kung Fu. And if you say it again, I'll fuck you up. (laughs) No, uh, it, it was just, um, and, uh, that's how, honestly how I met one of my good friends that I'm still in contact with today is nice. that she came up and talked to me about it. So like, what is that about? It's like, I don't know. That's it's funny. just my reaction. Like, 
if I'm if I am taken off guard, I don't have the run away or freeze action. I yeah. have this. I am going to fight you, and it's going to be you or me reaction. Yeah, yeah. The I've only experienced like a real primal instinct of survival one time. It was at a haunted house called. <laughs> it was called the Haunted Mill, and I was with my friend Keegan Sutton, who's now a Marine. I love Bitch. you, Keegan. Uh, <laughs> we were going through this tunnel. It was like a point you had to get on your, like you had to bear crawl through a freaking like little tunnel opening. And they, uh, behind us, you just hear, and you just, <laughs> just charging. So like, fuck. So he's like going in. I tear him out and I start going. He tears me out. And then he's like, guys, it's just a hair dryer. Like the guy just stopped. He's like, it's a hair dryer. And we sat there and laughed for like five minutes. <laughs> There was this other kid that was with us, and his name was Connor, Connor Anderson, and uh, he had to piss so bad. He was young at the time, too. He was probably like 14. And he's like, I can't go to the bathroom so bad. And we go down this trail in the haunted house, and there's an outhouse. He's like, oh, thank God he opens it up, and it was part of the thing. So he goes like, yeah. He pissed himself. <laughs> he, was, he was crying the rest of the Dude, it was bad. He's bad. I fucking love that kid, though. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It was so. Um, I don't know if I've ever told you this, um, but there was a time I scared the chainsaw guy at a haunted house. Really? I scared him. That's awesome. Um, I was part of my group, and we were going through, and chainsaw guy jumps out, and everyone's like fucking running and screaming, losing their goddamn minds, and I get separated from the group. Yeah. And I'm behind the chainsaw guy. And he's chasing all fucking ten other people ahead of me. Yeah. Um, To include my friend Chris. And I'm just trying to get back to my friend Chris. But I can't get around this dude. He's fucking huge, dude. Like, this guy filled up the entire hallway with his fucking shoulders. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, I don't know what to do. And so I'm like, I'm right on his heels trying to squeeze around him left, squeeze around him right. And I just, I, I can't get around him. Um, and he turns around to go back into his hiding spot. And there's like 15 year old Dallas standing there just in the way. And he, he fucking jumps, dude. (laughs) He's like, holy shit. There's a kid. There's, there's this kid sitting here. <laughs> Would you go to a haunted house that wasn't jump scares, but it was like psychological shit? Like, for example, Explain. when, when I, I went to the haunted mill, the one room that fucked me up a lot, you walk in it and there was all these little dangly like pieces of foil. So they were all reflective. There was a black light strobe light going on and there were speakers of voices going like, oh, you it fucked me up, dude. I was sitting there like, what the fuck is going on? I would probably prefer to go through something like that because um, I wouldn't hurt somebody. Yeah, if it was just like there was no people, it was just like atmosphere and like you see shit. I, I would probably per- like, not to say I'd prefer that because it sounds like a more pleasant experience, but I, I would prefer that because... I wouldn't have 
if I did have a physical reaction, it's less likely to cause injury to someone. That's else. fair because there's one in Utah that's like they do a two two. It's like a two building old hospital, and you sign Asylum a waiver. Forty nine. Yeah, that's it. And if you make it through, they give you your money back, but they can touch you and they pull, they fucking take you into secret rooms and I don't know what they do in the rooms, but um, so that's an old hospital. It's in Tooele. Okay. Uh, you can view parts of it off of Ghost Adventures, mm. non non-sponsored, non-sponsored, but you can uh, view some stuff about it on Ghost Adventures from Travel Channel. Okay. Uh, and um, back when they first went through, uh, part of that was still open as a nursing home. Okay. And now it's all closed down. All of it belongs to the haunted house industry or whatever. Yeah. And uh, there's former employees that worked there as part of the hospital and part of the nursing home that were like, yeah, this place is legit haunted. Yeah. There's a couple of places in Utah like that. There's um, Fear Factory uh, is is like that. Um, There's an asylum in Tooele. That Asylum Forty Nine, but it, it's not that one though. It's it's like a, it's like where they burn bodies. It's like, like a crematorium. So it was like a mental institution, <sighs> but downstairs there's fucking furnaces, and we broke into it, and uh, yeah, we had to sneak in. So you drive clear out. It's over by like the, there's like a nuclear, I don't know what the fuck it is. Dugway proving ground. Yeah, so you take a right and you drive down the road for a long ways and then you get to a point where there's like this old equipment and all this shit. And uh, there's like, there's armed fucking patrols going around. We sneak in through there, get into the thing, sneak in through a broken window, like have to get up on a container, jump in the window. It was freaky as shit. There's a bunch of like Satanist uh, spray all over the place. The old children's hospitals like that too. Yeah. And it's not far from here. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I did not like that one bit. And then another group of kids just showed up. And then the one of the kids that we were with was like, I'm going to scare him. And I like, I was straight up like, no, you're fucking not. Like, I don't know if that guy has a gun. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. So yeah. then they get all mad at me. And they're like, hey. Yeah, but what if someone gets shot? Dude? Right. That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, There was a... a, a hard switch of gears here for a second but there there was a kid <clears throat> that i went to church with back in the day he went hiking with some people and one of the people just decided to fucking try to kill all of them really it was on the news and everything yeah the guy pulled the like had gone up there days before and like set up the fucking area and like pulled a pipe out and like killed two two of them and he got away wait this is a kid you knew Yes. Jesus Christ. She had a, a Sea Scout leader who fucking murdered his wife. Yes. And then you had this kid who murdered people with a pipe. No, he didn't. Oh. He was like one of, he was going to be one of the victims. He got away. Oh, he got away? Did the kid get caught? That, yeah. yeah. W- what happened? Like, why did he do it? Just because? A real Joker Cause, scenario? Because bitches be tripping, bro. Jesus Christ. Anyway, continue. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. He, uh, That's like a, Mount Olympus, baby. 
like a lead pipe. He just yeah, like he just had a fucking pipe out up there, and he he killed one guy, so like put another one in the hospital. And dude, there's some weird shit like that. Like there's some people don't realize how fucked up people can be. But just being on the dark web, there's niche porn of like impaling people. Yeah, and like yeah, I've been on the dark web before. Yeah, there's some there's some stuff that makes you question humanity. Uh, domestically, I'm not even talking overseas. There is shit that goes on, like in snu- the snuff States. stuff. That's, that's fucking legit snuff. It's not like that stuff you pull up on XNXX. Yeah, with uh, what's her name, uh, Bridget something, or whatever. You yeah, know? like here, fucking let me let me find out. And then you get what she gets whipped a couple times, and she's like, "Stop it! This is like real." Shit, and the scary thing, I have a, uh, I know a couple people that are involved in the intelligent agencies or were that were in that situation where they were going after people on the dark web, and they have to sit there and watch all this shit, and a lot of them can't make a career out of it because they go mentally like fucking off the hinge, because one, you can't track down these onion servers; it's damn near impossible. So they're sitting there like trying to evaluate things like time of day. So track down time zone. If they can get like any tiny little clue, they just have to watch it and watch it and watch it and look for any sort of indication of a geographical location they might be. And a lot of it goes to Australia, believe it or not. Really? A lot of snuff film is out of Australia. So not only do they have spiders, they have fucking... They have fucking human freaking predators out there. So, yeah, there's some fucked up people. Okay. I'm trying to find it here. Um, she is an actress employed by Digital Playground, but I can't remember her name right now. So I'll just try to pull up Digital Playground here. Uh, yeah, you guys get to, to know that I know this stuff. It's part of, uh, the friends that I've made throughout the years. Yeah. Um, I feel like when we have Simon on, like, since it's all audio, we could just be like, all right, uh, Simon's sitting here without pants on. Uh, what the fuck are you doing? Um, you on, are you on that, you on the site now? Uh, I'm on XNXX. Okay. Um, I don't know why this is happening in particular, but, uh, I cannot at all find the actress I'm thinking about. If my wife weren't awake still, I'd just go downstairs and grab one of my DVDs (laughs) and look up her name. But, uh... Yeah, I I don't see her on here. Um, for those of you who are wondering who I'm talking about, uh, she plays in one of the digital playground feature films of Hot Bodies. Okay. Or Hot Body or something like that. She's the counselor for the fire department. And, okay. And uh, she stars in a snuff film but she's clearly not dead in that 
Yeah. So it's like a fake snuff film. Okay. But what you're talking about is real snuff films. Yeah, like it's, where it's dismemberment like, and like fucking... Like people like kill another person and then have sex with them. Or dismember them and have sex with their body parts and appendages. Impale, uh, cut, like cut, like the type of porn that's not, sometimes it's not even like sex. Sometimes it's just people getting pleasure from watching people get sawed up. All of this shit is widespread on the dark web. And there's live chats too going on where people like converse with each other about how awesome it is. That's done fucked up, dude. It's way fucked up. But the crazy thing is that's real life. And the the internet that we see is so censored compared to what's because it's ninety percent of the internet is is the dark it's web. The dark web, yeah. So you really find out like if you go to Twitter on the dark <laughs> on the dark web. I and I have not been there. I'll preface that it's a child porn website. Okay. Um, most of the mainstream things people will try it's it's riddles with child porn everywhere that's fucked up dude so rich people are in some messed up shit uh the purge not the purge um hostel where people would kidnap people from hostels rich people would have people kidnapped from hostels in europe and then they would take them to like these old factories and rich people would come and pay a lot of money in the movies they'd pay the most for americans and they'd sit in like a little movie theater and it'd be just a glass window with like a surgeon on the other side. And they would like pay money and like bid to like cut their tongue off. Do this, do that. Apparently that's a real issue in Scandinavia. Really? In Scandinavian countries. Yeah. So this uh, Greta, Greta Thunberg area. And I don't know if it's as big of a, th- I'm sure it still happens, but now in the age of technology, it's so much harder to get away with that. I can't imagine how bad it was in the eighties and nineties. Oh yeah. I can't yeah. imagine. Well, I mean, even like sex tourism. Have you ever heard of that? I I've heard of it. Um, so it's basically like where people want to commit, <clears throat> uh, pedophilia, but they like, they'll fly to another country like Thailand or something. And um, do it there because it's easier to get away with. Yeah. Um, so that's becoming uh, even harder to get a, get away with, which is good. Um, that's really good. Except unless you're extremely rich and above the law. And I think we've talked about that before. Like if you have money, that's all the law system. It's fines and paying money and getting out of shit. Right, right. You have enough money, you can do whatever the fuck you want, which is still a problem. Is it, there any more soda? It will always be a problem. Yeah, I'll be right back. All right. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, it, it will be. And uh, the, <clears throat> the there there's one thing that I was watching earlier today. Um, I, I don't really know why, but it was about... Uh, Basically, parents taking revenge on uh, suspected child predators. Oh, that would be me, dude. Um, like their ch- child went missing, was kidnapped, or whatever for whatever reason, and uh, they found the kid, or the parent came home and the babysitter was like molesting the kid or whatever, and it's like 
just a bunch of news articles that I was reading earlier and news stories that I was watching from various different local news stations from across the country that were, were like, this guy came home and the babysitter was molesting his 10-year-old son and he beat the fuck out of him. Yeah. And... That's what you get. Yeah. That's what you get. Now, what I... I don't know. Like, it'd be a quick death. I don't have the... I don't have it in me to do the slow death thing. And in, in the moment... Against other, another person? No, just in the moment like that. Like, if if you walk in on especially that... It's so instinctual to just beat the fuck out of them. You're not going to be like, ooh, what do I have planned for this guy? You're just going to fucking go for it. Yeah, and, and so, like, that was one of the things. Is they played one of the 911 tapes, and they were like, uh, the 911 tape plays, and the guy's like, I need the police here, and I need an ambulance. And they're like, sir, what's going on? I walked in on this dude molesting my son. And he needs an ambulance now. Oh, I remember that. Didn't he get off on that too? Yeah, he got away with it. Yeah, and uh, and um, they're like, "Were any weapons involved?" And he's like, "Just my fists and my feet." <laughs> <laughs> I remember a guy killed another guy in St. George with a branch, a yeah. tree branch, and he got off on manslaughter. They were both drunk. This guy hit this other guy on the head with a branch and he died. And I'm sitting here like, is manslaughter, is is it an accident at that point? Like, if you hit somebody with a stick, are you thinking like, you're trying to kill the person at that point, right? Yeah, I mean, once a weapon comes into play. But uh, he got off on two and a half years in jail. But th- this guy that walked in on his kid being molested and beat the fuck out of this dude they have pictures of him online oh yeah i've seen that like the dude the dude that got beat up doesn't even look fucking human anymore and he was just like yeah i i I did it and i think he said that he did it because he doesn't want to face the dad again (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh yeah like this guy had the fucking living shit beat out of him bro yeah and um Along the same lines of that, uh, I have a cousin of mine <clears throat> who's just married someone mm-hmm. that uh, is kind of an asshole. Okay. And for her sake, I'm not going to say any names or whatever because it will be taken out on her. Um, he moved her away from us and our family. Um, kind of part of that cycle of abuse of like isolation and stuff mm-hmm. uh but i don't know if you ever hear this um live in fear motherfucker live in fear because none of us like you please come back to utah um yeah, I, I, I don't know what else to say about that. Um, I called her for a ride one time. Uh-huh. I was broken down on the college campus. And she was like the only person I could think of that might have the ability to give me a ride at the time. Um, because of her work hours and stuff. And he called me back and was like, don't contact her again. And I was like, motherfucker, dude. 
She's younger than me. I've known her my whole life. Yeah. Her whole life. Yeah. I'm her fucking cousin. I should be able to call her when I want. Yeah. So, if you're hearing this, you know who you are by this point. Um, I have zero respect for you as a human being. And I will show that to you if I ever meet you. Hmm. Because you're not human. You're just not. So you know, a lot of those people walking around. Have you ever wondered, like, just in being in public, how many pedophiles that you've met and just didn't like? Didn't know. Didn't know. Like, it I just, don't want to think about it. I don't either because it's probably more than I want to even guess. <clears throat> right, and just in a Walmart. Exactly. People that I've shaken hands with. Yeah. Like, even I don't know. Bosses probably. Yeah, you don't know. Employers. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, I shot a bird out of a tree with a BB gun once. That's about the worst thing I've done. It was an accident. I've done worse than that, but it was a, it was an exotic looking bird too. It was like a rainbow color. I felt so bad. I don't have it in me. See, I, I mean, I don't know if I knowingly, came across uh, a pedophile or a child predator. Um, first of all, I probably would try not to interact with them. And if forced to interact with them, I would... It would not be a pleasant experience. Yeah, I'm saying like... I mean, like, I mean even not like physically unpleasant. Right. Uh, like, I... I can restrain myself to the extent of the law where, like, it's like, okay, this is premeditated versus this is, like, defense of another human being. Yeah. Like, if they're not actively doing something against another person, I'm not going to, like, just jump in and, like, beat the shit out of somebody. But, um... I... It would be kind of like one of those things where, like, they know I know. Yeah. And that I completely disapprove of them. <laughs> See, that's the warning in my plan. The warning, public humiliation, public execution. I, Dude, I would run on that. Yeah? I would fucking run on that. Public humiliation and execution. You get a war- warning first, then public humiliation, then public execution. And that's like within a one-month period. You get caught running three red lights, that's your three strikes, dude. That's your three red strikes. Red lights. Yep. See how many people run red lights after that. You imagine driving down the side of the road and you have some highway patrol having somebody just on their feet and you just see pop and they just drop and they're like, oh shit, he went 10 over. Well, <laughs> he did it three times in a month. It's like, and, and honestly, I didn't know this. Apparently you don't even need a driver's license in Utah to have a minivan. So that's pretty fucking cool. They a just, minivan? Yeah. You don't have to have a driver's license. What? No, it's a joke, but... <laughs> it's believable. That's the thing. It's fucking believable. So, so, yeah, it is believable, and I'm I'm intoxicated right now. Clearly, uh, so shame on you for taking advantage of that. Nope, I'm just saying that minivan drivers suck ass at driving. Yes, they do. They absolutely do. And the fact that they drive 30 miles an hour over the speed limit, filled with kids. That's it. You it's get, either 30 miles an hour over or under. Yeah. Yeah. But the ones especially over, that's like, 
And look, I have a good case for this. Did you just hear that laugh? Yeah. Who was that? Who was Liz? Oh, dude, it sounded like a fucking haunted little kid over in the really? corner, dude. <laughs> no, look, this is what I'm saying. You get somebody driving, you have a soccer mom, whatever, she's going 30 miles an hour over, pull her over, warning, fine, that's fine. Second time that happens, you got to humiliate the fuck out of that person publicly. Otherwise, they're not going to learn nothing. The third time, they're an endangerment to hundreds of people, right? No one wants to execute people. But sometimes it has to be done because otherwise you're going to get fucking hundreds of people at risk, dude. All right, Hitler. No, um, dude, we need to find some population control if this is a viable option. You know what the current population control is? Anti-vaxxing. Yeah. Yeah. You're fucking stupid. You're not going to vaccinate your kids against a disease that's been eradicated for almost 70 years. You deserve the consequences. That's a small percentage, though. That's a very uh, small it, percentage. It, of people. it is. But, okay, so if you're... And I'm not condoning this. I want to be 100% clear. Like, I am not condoning this. But if you're talking about true, unadulterated population control in yep. concerns to the anti-vax movement... Yep. The idea behind vaccinations is herd immunity, okay? So it is the idea that 90% of the population carries the immunity against this disease for the 10% that cannot receive the vaccine either due to allergy or some other medically related condition. Okay. Effectively eradicating the disease. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you I, have Miss McCarthy pop up and say it causes autism. Okay, I'm not going to vaccinate my kid against germs and measles. And now there's a a sector of the population that can receive the vaccine that is not immune against the disease yeah. and thus spreads it. To the people that cannot receive the vaccine. Yep. Because not everyone is immune. That is like, that's true population control because you're right. you, you, like, you're not just suppressing it within that 1% that doesn't want their kids vaccinated. You're suppressing it against the other 10% that can't be vaccinated. Right. That makes sense. Right? Yeah. So. This is what, this is my take on vaccines. Do I think they work? Do I think they're real? Yes. Obviously. Good. Obviously, right? I would fight you now, to here, the nail if you didn't. Now, here, here's the question. Does the government run experiments by putting these diseases Absolutely. out? Absolutely. Now, here's my argument. I think that in conjunction with intelligence agencies, the vaccines are what they say they are, but I wouldn't doubt that they're also putting epigenetics being able to modify genetics as experiments in low-income places. Well, yeah, it's like the Tuska, what is it, the Tuskegee or Tuskegee um, experiment 
back yeah. in the day. Yeah. You can pull it up online. Um, yeah, I think it's happening. I think especially uh, lobbying, but, lobbying from these uh, pharmaceutical companies. It's not hard for them to create a virus, put it out in the thing. All of a sudden, pharmaceutical has a, a cure for it. And then vaccinations. Yeah, well, I, I have a friend. What's um, it called? Tuscany? Tus- Tuskegee. So, like, Tusk E E Experiment. Boom. That is a thing that came out that actually happened. They infected a bunch of low-income black people with syphilis to dis- to study the disease. Yeah, I think that I would um, not doubt that they and, still do this shit. And as horrible as that is, it's it's a thing that actually happened, and I'm not supporting it in any way, shape, or form. Look I, how long it happened. Yeah, from it, 32 to 72. Yeah, and that's when they found out about it. Oh my god. Yeah. So, like, I mean, it it happened for fucking 40 years. Yeah. And that is atrocious. Yes. 100%. That that is the US government experimenting on civilian population. Right. And that, that, that's horrible, especially since they did it against low-income black people. Yeah. Which are already disenfranchised because of their race, yeah, and um, their station in life, you know, especially and, in that time period. Yes, like Jesus yes. Christ. I mean, this was during the the civil rights era, even. Yeah, you know, um, I I, I don't remember when the first um, uh, non segregated military unit took place, but it was after. 32 for sure yes that's fucking insane and 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 it it happened like it is a proven thing that this happened yeah it's it's and if you don't think that this is happening now the c it's on cdc it's on the cdc.gov website yes yes and um if you don't think this is happening now you're a fucking moron yeah um I think it's more happening happening through military populations because I have a, a, a friend of mine. Um, they were friends. Now they're separated from each other. Uh-huh. But, uh, uh, she was given a drug that gave her yep. type 1 diabetes. Right. That's fucked up. Through the military. Yeah. And she wasn't even informed. What's well, like at the it was like we're giving you your yearly vaccinations shot 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 one of those gave her type 1 diabetes It's like the beginning of have you seen Pineapple Express? Yes. At the very beginning where they're testing the things and he's down there smoking the joint and then and they, they just shoot him. They kill him at the end it's like what are you doing? What's with that gun? Yeah. Yeah, and that's what that's what happened to Jen, man, and it's it, like I mean, she's getting luck. Luckily, she's getting compensated for it. Yeah, still. But the fact that she went from being perfectly healthy to having type one diabetes mellitus. Yeah, yeah. Is it, it's incon it's inconscionable. Like, right there, there was a perfectly healthy human being that signed up to defend their country. Yep. In whatever form that might be. Like, she may have not been a, a fucking infantryman or, like, whatever. But 
she signed up for the military and was like, I'm willing to put my life on the line to maintain helicopters in the Middle East during a mortar storm. Right. Like, and you give me a vaccine or some sort of medication or whatever that now has killed my pancreas. Right. And I can't produce insulin. So now I have type one diabetes against my own will. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's just like what the CIA did with MK ultra, by putting LSD in the water and testing that on the public. Yes. It's disgusting. Have you ever seen the movie, the crazies? Mm -mm. You would like that movie. Yeah. Well, I just find it interesting. I find it interesting that they, or the men that stare at goats. Have you seen that? Mm hmm. What's, the crazies? The crazies. <clears throat> so, this is a fictional movie. I'll preface it by that. Who are the actors in it? Um, You have the right one right there. Okay. Um, Let's go on IMDb. Uh, it, it's a fictional movie, but it's about a chemical... Uh, it's about a plane that's carrying chemical <laughs> weaponry mm-hmm. that crashes in basically like a local town's uh, water supply. Okay. And it causes this. Gotcha. Um, Looks like the hills have eyes, kind of. Kind of, except for it's government-induced... Uh, chemical warfare that was accidental okay and the government's trying to cover it up this you know nowadays i think what it is a lot of it's done because i don't think it's necessarily the government i think it's more the intelligence agencies because they were just they're not part of the government they're just fucking there they just kind of came to be and uh They've been running experiments for a fucking who knows how long since they've been in, since they've existed, I bet you. Yeah. And uh, you have all these fucking crazy things. I think what they do now, this whole Area 51 raid, I think that the guy who inside of this that was on Joe Rogan's podcast, because he worked at Area 51, he could very well be an asset of the CIA. And when I say asset, I mean... Something they have over him or they did something so that he would put this information out there to see if they could get a gathering. Okay. A test. Okay. I, those are the little things I think they test. They test social experiments. I, I, wouldn't put, I wouldn't put it past them, especially after the Tuskegee yeah. um, experiments. Yeah, it's interesting shit. 40 That's... years of giving people syphilis <laughs> yeah. in the form of quote-unquote vaccinations against other illnesses. Now, do you think they created syphilis? No. You don't think so? Syphilis shows up as far back as uh, the 1600s. Okay. Um, it first showed up in modern history, part of uh, modern history being Western he- uh, civilization history, so like European history, uh, when Columbus and his men discovered the New World. Gotcha. So, basically what happened is uh, Columbus and his men discover the New World. Yeah. And take... take After murdering all the people. Yeah. Take some concubines or whatever. After the rape and pillage 
um, yeah. of these Spanish conquistadors and Portuguese conquistadors. Uh, these these people get infected with syphilis and they bring it back to their home country. But hey, now so it was a it was a disease that was specifically related to the Americas. Yeah. Okay. Until the like quote unquote discovery by Columbus. Yeah. And now we get a day off and celebrate him and have a day for him. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Happy syphilis day. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are pushing to have that made into, uh, like Native American day or like indigenous people's day or whatever. I say bring back Leif Erikson day. I, he was the first. Celebrate him yes. more. He was a Viking. How badass is that? Well, there's some issues with that in and of itself, but we can get into that later. But he was technically the first European to set foot over here. Okay. My wife has a shirt that says Leaf was first. Oh, really? Nice. Yes. And it says it in Viking runes and then translated underneath. Nice. Uh, we got it at Vista Viking Festival. Not sponsored, but if you ever have the chance to check it out, I highly recommend it. My first interaction of Vista Viking Festival was I was walking in dressed like a normal person because like i didn't do cosplay at the time super drunk dude and i don't know if you guys remember these commercials or not but a super drunk dude dressed as a viking looks at me raises his stein and says what's in your wallet (laughs) (laughs) and i was i was so fucking happy oh that's great that would (laughs) have made my week the the rest of, the rest of the day was just a fucking blur of euphoria after. That. What's in your wallet, <laughs> dude? I have a picture of it on my Facebook, but he walks by me, raises a stein made out of some sort of horn, and says, "What's in your wallet?" And I'm just like, I am amongst my fucking people. Is this real? <laughs> 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 anyway, that's great. Liz bought her shirt at that at that at the Vista Vista Viking Festival, and it. I mean, like we, we were eating like turkey legs that were like three fucking pounds each. Like I don't know, dude. It was fucking. It was a great thing. I wish that was a thing more than Oktoberfest. I like the Germans. That I mean, the modern Germans are all right. They've had some rough patches. The but, ancient Germans are okay. Those uh, 20th century Germans, we're just going to forget about those. Yeah, they were a little misguided. <laughs> but other than that, I'd much rather have Viking Day where you just go up in the mountains and there's just a bunch of guys like chopping wood and fucking, I don't know what Drinking Vikings Drinking L and... Canoeing. Yeah, I I, like building longboats and shit. Viking yeah. shit, yeah. Um, Torture. I have a Viking belt in my house from there. Nice. From that festival uh i don't know exactly where it's at but it's in here somewhere nice uh yeah i don't know dude like i really miss california sometimes because the vista viking festival festival that's californian um but yeah i mean it's it's just uh this is the original of the crazies made in 73 
73. By George Romero. So, so this is a thing that goes back quite a ways then. Yeah, looks like it. Speaks to the thing that we were talking about um, either earlier or the other day, depending on when you're listening to this. But, like, there's no new fucking ideas in cinema, basically. Yeah. Um, well, cinema, you can look. If you go on the DOD's website, uh, you can see all of the movies. Actually, here, I'll bring it up. I'll bring up a list of... DOD? Yeah, Department of Defense. There is a list of movies that the United States government has been involved in. And this is an official document from the DOD. Really? Yeah. So we'll oh, let's like, look at this. Let's see. The perf. The, the perfect perf. storm. Yep, that's it. Where is it? Right there. Top of that list. Scroll down. Right there. Oh, God dude, da- I'm trying what to zo- the fuck I'm, are you doing? I'm zooming in so we can read it. Can you read that? Top zoom back I'm in. Zooming out. Now zoom, I'm gonna zoom, zoom in. in on the page. There we go. Okay. Scroll up. Okay, here we go. Stop. The perfect storm. I see it. Okay. Approved typical one day filming at MCAS Miramar using hangar and FA 18 aircraft. Case received. After weeks of protracted script negotiations, the production company and DOD reached an accommodation that was acceptable. Okay, let's stop right there. The DOD helped write that script. This is where it gets a little bit, you know, you look into this list of films and there are hundreds of films here. The government has more control in Hollywood than people think. And this is fucking proof right here. Go on the DOD's website and pull this document for yourself. Uh, You go down a couple of paragraphs. Yeah. Uh, There's Jag, new gun in town. Belisaris Productions, 2001. This, this guy LTR right here. signed indicating approval of military assistance approved filming at Naval Air Station Magoo, California for one day filming a previously scheduled amphibious landing exercise at Marine Corps Base Camp Pendleton. July 25th, filming aboard the USS Peleliu about August 9th underway and August 12th in port, San Diego, California. Now, here, here's one with the Schwarzenegger. Approved use of hangar aircraft uh, for climatic ending scene of this, of this James Bondage, Arnold Schwarzenegger film. Highly fictional, but positive deception of Marines and Harriers. So... I know which film that is. It's yeah. It's got Jamie Lee Curtis in it. It's uh, True, True Lies. Lies. Yeah. 90, 93. But as you can see, the military and the Department of Defense. Do is... they have anything on porn films? Ooh, I doubt. Because I have a film downstairs called Top Guns. I'll let you borrow it sometime if you're so inclined. Let's see if or talk- you can watch it with me if you feel like being super uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it is a uh, uh, 
pornographic parody of Top Gun. Let's see if Top Gun's on here. Top Gun will be on there. Um, Top Guns, however... Will not be, probably. If I were to guess. That's unfortunate, because they did film that at MCAS. Oh, they did? Yes. A closed-down portion of the base, but yes, they did. Your mama wears combat boots, the Sullivans, tripwire. Take the high ground. Task Force. A Warner Brothers film. Uh, Personnel appeared on this game show at the expense of the production company. No file exists. Approve assistance. Date approximate. File at Georgetown U. Um, Yeah, go through this. I mean, for those of you interested, go through the document and see how much. Navy Seals, 1992. Charlie Sheen. There you go. The The request for approval was denied, but due to some substantial positive changes in the script, the Navy did provide some courtesy assistance. Um, See Georgetown University Sluid Collection. The Exorcist 3. Really? Modest assistance denied because the film had practically nothing to do with the military and therefore didn't provide any benefit to the DOD. Any benefit to the DOD. What does that mean? Does that mean PR? Yes. That's exactly what that means. So, yeah. So, um... Any of you that are football fans out there, NFL fans, those uh, F-16 and F-38 flybys that happen um, at the beginning of football games, those are not patriotic. They're DOD-benefited things that take place because the NFL is willing to pay for them. Yeah. Same with that giant flag that takes up the entire fucking field when they're singing the national anthem with all the Marines, sailors, Army, Air Force, whatever have you around the fucking flag holding on to it. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just... Uh, and, and on a different note... Mm-hmm. Yes, I am intoxicated. Caden is not. That's um, all right. And I I commend him for this. But on a different note, those of you that appreciate seeing those things at NFL events, fuck you. I agree. Because the amount of time the service members that participate in those have to put in to doing your stupid flyby or your flag folding ceremony on the field. And the money. No, not not just the money. The amount of time they have to spend away from their families to do something that they didn't want to do initially. Yeah. Is fucking ridiculous. Okay. So these these guys, they go out there and they practice folding the flag for three, four, five weeks in advance of this fucking game. And you're all sitting there cheering at the end of the national anthem while they're folding up the flag. Fuck you. These people are spending days and days and like multiple hours away from their fucking kids so you can enjoy your little patriotic display at the beginning of a fucking football game. I was in the military. I've been part of shit like this. Yeah. Fuck you. Like I I got the opportunity to go to a Chargers game. I think it was in 2010, 2011. And I was like, sure, I'll go to a Chargers game. 
Guess what I did for three weeks? Practiced how to fold a fucking flag. Oh, boy. So it was great on national television. (laughs) And guess what happened? The Chargers sucked so bad that year that that game was blacked out on national television because it couldn't be televised. The attendance was so low. Oh, my God. So I spent three weeks of my fucking life Wasting it for you motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, shit. So, those of you that sit there and clap and, like, cheer and are, like, super, like, oh, yes, they're folding a fucking 100-yard by 50-yard American flag on the field. Fuck you. Okay? Yeah. I'm as patriotic as the next guy. I'm probably more patriotic than you. I'm willing to fucking fight. I've proven that. I'm willing to die for your right to do whatever the fuck you want. But having that flag folded up on the field, I couldn't give a shit less about. Because I've had friends and whatnot die for that. And I will respect the flag 100 fucking percent. But... Sorry if I'm taking over nope, the podcast here. Um, I, I will respect it, and I will show respect to it. But for the sake of a sporting, a sporting event, no. Absolutely not. When it comes to burying a soldier, 100%. I will stand at fucking attention for four fucking hours or more three days whatever if it comes to honoring a fallen comrade yes yeah but when it comes to your fucking like chasing a leather bean around a fucking field i don't give a shit about that go fuck yeah yeah yep when it comes to chasing a leather ball with stitches like, I'm a huge fan of baseball, but when it comes to that, no. Yeah. Like, that is not why I did what I did. Right. And that's not why these guys gave their lives. Well, it's brainwash. NFL's yes. brainwash. Yes. It's bullshit. And and these patriotic displays at the beginning of it are just to, like, brainwash the public even more. Right. Like, you, th- you think these guys that are doing, like, F-16 flybys... F-38, F-32, whatever fucking flybys um, over the stadium on Sunday afternoon when you're sitting there watching your game. Yeah. Want to be there? No, it's PR. No, they they want to be at home with their family watching the fucking game that you're about to watch. But guess what? They have to train for three weeks in advance, maybe even more, to do this one fucking flyby so you can have your little, like, aha, like, clap, like, oh, that was super loud and awesome moment. And then they have to get debriefed afterwards. And you're sitting there watching a fucking football game, and they're de- being debriefed for an hour and a half. They get home at the end of the fucking football game in just enough time to kiss their kids goodnight. Yeah. Like, you guys don't fucking get it, man. Yeah. Like... I'm sorry, dude. I'm super fucking passionate about this. No, get get your rant out. Do it. Um, like you guys that want these like military displays 
at your sporting events, you don't understand, like, on top of what these people already do, um, away from their families, like, you talk to us, you talk, that was my phone, uh, you talk to a sailor, okay, who's stationed on an aircraft carrier, an LSD, whatever. Yeah. Um, my wife is trying to sleep, and she's asking me to rant a little more quietly. So I will do so. Um, you, you, you guys uh, don't know about the underways and the sea trials or the out-in-the-field um, things that take place where... These people away from their family for months and months and months and not even on deployment. Yeah. And you you want them to spend an extra three weeks to train to how to like coordinate between four different branches of the government to fold a flag on your football field so you can have a good football game. Yeah. You don't fucking get it, man. They don't get anything. General population is very controlled. And that's the document I have pulled up now. Uh, going alongside the NFL, dude. This is a... Uh, I'm not going to say where I got this from. I'm not going to say... I'll just say this. You can look it up yourself. It's an unclassified U.S. Department of State. Case number F2015-06322. Take a look at that. Pull it on up. So I'll read this. Daytime talk shows... Politics and public policy have become staple topics of daytime talk shows like no other time in history. The line between daytime talk shows and hard news become more and more blurred as headlines in one realm make headlines in another. So now I'll, I'll skip over Oprah, but I do want to come to Ellen here. And I won't say the name of who this is involved. I'll just give you some abbreviations, okay? While Ellen does not spend many shows dealing with serious foreign policy issues, she does, sh she does use her show to support important causes that raise money for them. Further, her show is uh, syndicated internationally to 10 countries, including Canada, Australia, and India. She is a big supporter of HC, we'll call the person. I don't want to get suicided. And is willing to use her platform to help promote the agenda of the new se Secretary of State. We'll just say that. Okay, let's go. Okay, so we. Classified U.S. Department of State. So we. Number we have the view. F TAC 2015 TAC 06322, document number C, or as in Charlie, 059. Three seven eight seven seven one. Yeah. Now let's look at. Okay, here's late night. Late night talk shows. Shows like Late Night with David Letterman, The Tonight Show, and The Daily Show will be kept close tabs on Secretary C's activities and no doubt find whatever they can for comedic value. With Conan O'Brien shifting to The Tonight Show slot in May 20. 2009 and Jay Leno getting his own weekday primetime spot at 10 p.m. There will even more opportunity to work with these shows to bring a mix of light and more serious topics to the American public. This is unclassified government documents, folks. 
This is why I don't watch TV for the most part. This is obtained why obtained via F O A F O I A by Judicial Watch Incorporated. Yeah. Uh, judicial dot watch dot org. Um, it's this is WikiLeaks. I I am <coughs> trying to talk. I'm not very good at it right now because of <coughs> this is a cheap shot discussion, and someone has to be drunk on it. Um, and I guess for the next month, that person is going to be me. Uh, so it, even here. MTV, I'll skip through this. Communicating with young people around the world should be a priority of Secretary C. And the State Department should cons- consider working with MTV to host annual global forum, like the one Secretary Powell did in 2002. Go through this document for those of you. I mean, there's, there is listed presses from different countries, Korean press, Jewish Israel press, Chinese Even press. Even with the intense negotiations around, stop right there, okay. the North Korean nuclear program, Secretary R only did four interviews with Korean television media, and it all took place during her trips to Asia. She did not do any interviews with the Korean newspapers, Korea Daily, or Korea Times, even though they have wide circulation in several major American markets. Engaging the North Korean American reporters in the U.S. on a regular basis can help shape views of not only the Korean community here, but also impact public opinion on the peninsula. Yeah, this is real shit, guys. And uh, this is, honestly, dude, this is what I want to do endgame. If I had a way to fund myself and just do journalism looking up this shit, I would do it. I love this shit. My wife is trying to send me something, but it won't download. So, yeah, you can go look at these documents. They're all publicly available on WikiLeaks. I'm going to take a piss. And, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty cool stuff. I was pretty shocked to see some of this stuff but yeah it's just do your own research i would say the biggest thing is don't don't believe everything you hear and we didn't give names because we don't want to get suicided and just so you know i would never commit suicide so if that comes across if something happens just know it was this this podcast okay all right all right don't tell anybody okay all right uzi but, uh, yeah, so very interesting stuff. Um, yeah, this, I, I'm not drinking, so I'm a little bit, you know, a little bit, a little bit stumped, but that's okay. That's okay. We'll keep rolling. We'll keep rolling. I'm just sitting, having a silly goose time. I'm going to go see the Joker tomorrow at nine. 9.30 in the morning, crack of dawning, now I'm yawning, wipe the cold out my eyes, see who's this page of me, and why, it's my brother Pop from the Baba Shop, that's all I got for you, thank you very much, um, so yeah, it's, it's vastly approaching being very cold outside, so that kind of sucks, um, 
Yeah, I, I really hope Dallas comes back soon because <laughs> that's a real hard shift of gears uh, to to talk about, you know, things. Oh, thank God you're back. Thank God. Thank Sorry, God. I think my bladder was holding on to about a liter or so worth of fluid. Um, fuck, we're at hour 11. Yep. Um, yeah, so for those of you that don't know, just to uh, give you a little insight on how this is currently working for um, the podcast, uh, the studio is in my house, so that means... Uh, my bedroom, my marital bed, is within earshot of what we're going over here. Um, and even though we've done some soundproofing, it's apparently not up to snuff. So, <laughs> yeah. Different um, type of snuff. Yes, different type of snuff. Um, not the... Uh, Dismemberment kind. Yes, not not the impalement kind. Yeah. Um uh where were you at man i shifted off of the heavy stuff and then i was sitting here talking about i didn't know what to talk about (laughs) (laughs) all right man we'll call it good all right cool this has been cheap shot discussions signing off